0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I've got great news, Jordan. I'm ready to hear it. Jordan, how does it feel to be essentially as popular as Keyboard Cat?
2: Oh, I thought you were going to uh, tell me about Jesus. <laughs> Usually when someone starts a sentence with, I've got some, uh, I've good, got some news. good news. I was stoked because I've forgotten some things about Jesus, and I was really hoping you were going to just give me a little crash course, a he little turned, refresher.
1: He turned a few fish and loves into many fish and loves. Cool. And he taught a man to fish.
2: Man, this is way better than that keyboard cat thing you were getting <laughs> at. <laughs> I want to keep hearing more about this. Here's Here's sure. what,
1: Here's what I'm actually talking okay. about. I'm talking about Full Chort. hmm Full Chort, which you created on this program sure. last week. With my brain. Is sweeping the internet. Mm-hmm. Let's introduce our guest. Yeah. Uh, you know him as a beloved internet blogger, uh, tweeter, on-camera personality. He hosts his own app. Is that something
3: is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. I guess you could say John that. Yelp. <laughs> yes, Alex. Jerry Black. Shazam. <laughs> Hi everybody, it's me, Jerry Shazam. Okay, Jerry. App Shazam. Okay, Jerry. Jerry. Da 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 da. That's all I got. That is the Culture Clubs. Mm-hmm. I love you, love you, love you. Check out Shazam. Yeah, I just made that. Up. I don't think that's really a song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what about this? I'm feeling hot, hot, hot. That is Caliente.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: That's all I know. God damn it. Pretty good, right? Shazam,
2: Shazam is amazing. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. No wonder that app's so popular. Yeah. Alex
1: Black, last week on the program, we were discussing difficult to decipher license plates, and Jordan said, oh, you mean like if it says full short or something like that? Full short. <laughs> full short. Yeah. And the response to full short has been... Absolutely overwhelming. Sure, I am awed by the response to full. In short.
2: both camps, positive and
1: confused.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I am in. The, I am in the latter camp. What is full chort? It's so a nonsense. We should clarify. And why is it? It would be the like it would fire?
2: be the most confusing thing to see on a license plate yes. because
1: it's not because, real words, right, right? So it's just
3: full like, is a real word. Sure, sure. I get it now. So you're just saying a a, a willfully uh, yes. ambiguous non phrase phrase yeah. mm-hmm. got it if you go full on short. if you go on twitter right now <laughs> kind of fun to say it's
1: search for the That's hashtag, hashtag full short. Mm-hmm. people are taking this full short yeah
3: this it's is going full short. this is
1: going absolutely full short right now uh, w- one of our listeners i mentioned on the program last week that anyone who actually got a license plate that said full short on it and we discussed spelling, I think, either on the air or on the forum. Mm-hmm. And I decided that in an eight-character state like California, I think F-L-C-H-O-R-T is, is the best. Mm-hmm. Um, or F-U-L-C-H-O-R-T. Um, and uh, the great news is Joe Bluebaugh, mm-hmm. one of our listeners.
3: Went full short.
1: He went full <laughs> short. He ap- He's applied to the state of California to grant him a full short license plate. He says it takes six to eight weeks. Fantastic. So I will be responsible for flying Joe from wherever it is that he lives. I don't know here to los angeles to attend a taping of jordan jesse go and he's not the only one i've heard from a couple of other people who are who are actively pursuing full short license wow
2: plans. i'm wondering because uh, the story i told about the uh, about if the the dmv thinks it's dirty you need an explanation i'm wondering right. what if they have to explain full short and how they did it
3: we should yeah. come up with an explanation. A, yeah, a hypothetical. Beloved
2: granduncle. Yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> right. Jack, yeah, that was Jack Chort. <laughs> yeah,
2: that was that was their name before Ellis Island changed right.
1: it. <laughs> right. Well, no, I, before Ellis Island, it was. It was uh or Chortensky. Sure, yeah. I want to like,
3: see. Oh, let's make it more American. Just full chort. I want to see full chort become like a rap song, and then I want somebody to have to say full chort is tearing up the charts. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. I, I see, think,
1: <laughs> Alex, you may have just brought a raft of raft songs down upon us. Uh, I would be so happy if that happens. There was a Sound of Young America rap song uh, that a uh, uh, kind gentleman recorded and sent to
3: me. Competent rap song, Jesse. I don't mean to be getting a big head here, but I don't even want it to just be a song. Mm. I want it to be a, a social album. movement that sweeps. <laughs> already across, a social sweeps across the young people, <laughs> like like on the, the street. We are the ninety nine percent. Yeah, just, just like, like Occupy people Wall getting Street. chorted up, you know <laughs> yeah. what I
1: mean? Chorted out. Well, I think I think in a way, I think in the in the same way that hashtag YOLO. Mm-hmm. As popularized by rapper, rapper singer Degrassi star Drake came from the bottom, which right. is to say Canadian Did, did Drake dramatic came television. from the bottom and now we fall short? <laughs>
3: yeah. Drake,
2: Drake invented YOLO? Eh, I don't think he invented
1: YOLO, but he made YOLO the phenomenon yeah, okay. that it became. Yeah. He may have invented YOLO, but I don't think okay. he invented YOLO. I think he just made it a thing in the same way that. You invented full chore, mm-hmm. and it's our friend Alex Black <laughs> who's yeah. gonna
2: take. Yeah. yeah,
1: who's bringing it? You're to the, the Drake ball. in this yeah. situation. Alex is a I'm certified the Drake in
3: every situation.
1: <laughs> Alex Black is a certified social media consultant. Yeah, I am. that he, is one facet. Of- this is this is a guy who knows about Twitter. He knows about LinkedIn. Yeah. He knows he knows how to goose your SEO. Absolutely, can you SEO full chort for yeah, us? Well,
3: I think we need to start by optimizing your key tags on sure. all of your sites, <laughs> making sure that you're you know when you search full chort, which right. sounds like everybody's doing right now. Right? Yeah. You no, want to definitely. Rise
1: to we, the top I don't just that. want because here's the thing, <laughs> I want full chort to be the next BuzzFeed. Yeah, it should be. Oh. Top five shorts.
3: Top 27 <laughs> shorts that happened when you chorted. Sure. Yeah. The
2: favorite ch- favorite shorts of the 90s. Favorite
1: yeah. shorts
3: of the 90s. Where are these chorts at today? Yeah.
2: <laughs> these Nickelodeon shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Salute
3: your shorts. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. We did it, Jordan. <laughs> we did, finally. We did. The internet is ours. <laughs>
2: anyway, time. time to fuck it.
1: I'm super excited about it. I just want to thank everyone who's made Full Chort Mm -hmm. such a phenomenon. Not least, Sonny D. As we were walking out of the studio at the end of last Mm -hmm. week's program, Sonny D., our producer, turned his computer around to face me. And while he was, I guess, apparently not listening to us Mm -hmm. (laughs) produce the show that we pay him to produce, um, he had designed a Full Chort t-shirt. Just full on, in the course of us talking about full chort, he was so inspired he went full chort and made (laughs) remember, salute your shorts (laughs) from earlier. (laughs) And he made a full chort t-shirt, which Mm -hmm. we I look, I got on the phone with the people at Topetico.
3: Yeah.
1: It's our merchandising partner. Yeah. I said, Jeffrey, let's do this.
3: Yes. This is a this is priority one. Yeah. I told him. Look at that glass. Is that glass? Full short or half
1: short? <laughs> sure. What are you going to do? And he put it up. So it's up in the Max Fun store already. That's how fast our turnaround is. Wow. When we're, when we're surfing on top of a cultural phenomenon. we like a
3: media empire. Will Max, we
2: have a t-shirt worthy catchphrase this
1: episode? Who knows? Well, only time will tell. Yeah. In the meantime, go to maxfunstore.com and buy our current t-shirt. Sure. That's how we'll be enriched. Mm-hmm. Will you, we'll plow that money back into full short marketing. Yeah.
3: Yeah, sure, you're exactly. definitely, You're definitely going to want to reinvest in the short, you know. I want to reach influencers. Yeah. Do you My,
1: have any ideas uh, about how I can do
3: that? Yeah, absolutely. Can you I know. give
1: you an example? Sure. Dikembe Matumbo. You
3: can get Dikembe <laughs> Matumbo in a full short jersey short combo. Uh-huh. I think you can be on something. I would also su- suggest <laughs> Bo Jackson.
2: Bo <laughs> Jackson? Well, I mean, well, right now he's doing a lot of bow hunting, right. apparently, if right. the Bo Jackson 30 for 30 is any indication, yeah. which is a very hot activity. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I was going to say, what are your feelings, Alex? I don't know if this would help, but I'm thinking street team.
3: A street, a, a full chort street team. Yeah, I
2: like
1: it. Like,
3: Cause like, like, getting out there and just tagging stuff IRL in real life. <laughs> yeah, sure. The, out on
1: the corner. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about influencers that we could reach, and maybe the street team would be a good way to reach those influencers. Mister Belding,
3: yeah, yeah. can yeah. I suggest that? I, I know, uh, I know the guy who wrote Tuesdays with Maury. So oh. perfect. I feel like he could be into the full chort phenomenon.
1: You know who's a, how about this? You know who's a Jordan Jesse Go listener? Who? Liz Gilbert, the author of Eat, Pray, Love. There you go. And that's not even a joke. I yeah. mean, it's a joke that- Because you this wouldn't think thing so. is a joke. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not, no, 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 no. no. It's Jesse. a joke because she's a, she's an extraordinarily successful mm-hmm. author and a great lady. She probably shouldn't waste her time listening to our program. Sure.
3: She does listen, though. Talk to her about it. Elizabeth, if you're out there, I just want to say one thing. She Hashtag is out there. I just said that. Short.
1: Hashtag, let's short this, Liz. Let's do this. It was very kind of you to send me a thoughtfully inscribed copy of your new novel. But, you know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. <laughs> let's <laughs> chop
3: it up and short it right now. Do you know to <laughs> Mutombo? A stri- off a stripper's chits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well... We'll, we'll see yeah. we'll see if we'll see if the rest of this program Do you think
2: Liz Gilbert could stuff to give people tough That would be pretty cool if she could. That
1: would be really cool. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse. Go.
2: Hi, this is Dave Hill pride of cleveland reminding you to listen to dave hill's podcasting incident what critics are already calling basically the greatest podcast of all time and you can ask anyone and what makes it even better is that it's now part of the incredible maximum fun network which is great for me they sent me a t-shirt and so far the sex has been incredible anyway you can listen to it on itunes or by going to maximumfun.org, the popular website on the internet dave hill's podcasting incident it's pretty much just like me Making out with your ears or something. Okay, thanks. Bye.
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. Alex Blagg. Full short let's address the fact
3: okay to
1: talk about it let's address the fact that alex blag is here <clears throat> he's wearing
3: shower shoes very dignified swim trunks <laughs> elegant swim trucks
2: we may have misrepresented what's going on here today to alex <laughs> to get him to come
3: yeah, did did you, Alex, did Jordan tell you that this was a jacuzzi party? Yeah, I thought there were going to be hot tubs. Mm-hmm. I thought... Uh... I specifically said, think the grotto at the
2: Playboy Mansion.
1: Yeah. Right.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean... I'm not going to need my beach towel, am I? No.
1: Sonny D's showing his tits.
2: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and there is a little bit of James Conn's come in
1: here. <laughs> oh, good. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> That's just coincidental because we rented the studio out to James Khan as a... Cum receptacle. <laughs>
3: have you guys explained that a hundred times on the show?
1: The the cum receptacle situation?
3: Yeah, the James Conn's cum. We always figure. have to I mean we always have to explain it to guests because sure. they see the
1: cum, they recognize it, yeah. and they're wondering what the circumstances Wonder were. It. We just say, you know, Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He put an ad on Craigslist, James Conn seeks cum receptacle. <laughs>
2: wow. Wow. <laughs> He's like, that's not a derogatory term for a person. Yeah. I want an actual <laughs> structure. Thing.
1: Yeah. He had this the headline on it was a clean, well-lighted place to jazz. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, legendary actor James Conn. <laughs> <Khan. laughs>
3: Hey. Maybe we should have done with this with your son, Scott yeah. Kahn. Yeah. I was going to say his hair, Scott Kahn's hair, seems like <laughs> Jim, James Kahn's con- homosexual. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. I'm yeah. sorry if you're out there, Jimmy this Kahn. How it, that's Very how it holds blue. so well when he's surfing
2: yeah. on Hawaii 5 Yeah. But
1: you are literally wearing swim
3: trunks yes, right now. Yes, I am Jesse Thorne. I, uh, I was at a pool party before this, all right? You know, I have a busy life. Sure. Water. Full of all kinds of activities. <laughs> it was a hot day in Los Angeles today. It was, that's true. I was eating hot dogs off the grill, swimming in the pool, I had an ice cream cake. Sounds classic. You, know what I you mean? ate an
1: entire ice cream cake? Half of it. Yes. Wow, I it's prepared it. Great. Hey, well. yeah. can I you tell you made guys about the it? ice cream would cake? You? I you I will, let's talk about, about I this
2: cake. Ice okay. cream cake to me doesn't seem like something a lay person could make. It I assume is so easy. Tell us. Okay. How do you if, do it? If the chair
1: would recognize me for a moment, Jesse, I move. That we table James Com, James Conn's James cum mm-hmm. and move on to new business. Yeah. Specifically, uh, the ice cream cake
3: that Alex Blagg apparently made. James Conn's cum actually figures into the ice cream cake. <laughs> Hello. Well, oh, we
2: haven't screen. voted yet.
1: That is Aye. just
2: a
3: joke. Um, I was going to do it by
1: unanimous <laughs> consent, but I appreciate <laughs> it. Okay. Go
3: ahead, I Alex. have the floor. Yeah. yeah I rec- <laughs> the chair recognizes Alex Blagg. Wonderful. Well, I uh, I decided this morning that it's a hot day. It'd be a great mm-hmm. day for an ice cream cake. Mm-hmm. And uh, the way that you do it is you buy a frozen pound cake. Pretty much any grocery store has them. Like a Sarah frozen. Lee? Yeah, like a Sarah Lee okay. frozen pound cake. And you slice it thin long ways. Mm-hmm. All right. So you get these strips of pound cake. You put that in a long pan. Wait, what does long ways mean? You mean horizontally? Yes, horizontally. Okay, so so the way you wouldn't normally slice it to serve it. Yeah, against the
1: tallness of the cake. Yes, against the tallness
3: of the cake. So you end up with these long rectangular strips of frozen pound cake. It's a lot easier to slice it while it's still frozen. Then you need to layer on your ice creams and your layers. So mine was a... Uh, ben and Jerry's cinnamon roll ice cream on the bottom layer. Mm, okay. All right? Then some more pound cake. Macadamia nuts. Maca- no, pecans. Uh, pecans. Oh. Candied pecans yeah, yeah, yeah. or standard pecans? Uh, standard pecans, maybe toasted, I think. Okay. Um, with, uh, then sweet cream ice cream, some the cinnamon. Sweet.
2: Two kinds of ice cream.
3: Yeah, two kinds of ice cream. Huh. Then uh, I chopped up an actual cinnamon roll. Layered that, and then it did another layer of the sweet cream ice cream with pecans, cinnamon, and caramel. How do you form this? Because you're okay. So are you, you making put it a piece? In a but, in, I'm, you're making it a butt cake pan, aren't you? Yeah, it's like well, it's like the same shape as no, it's not a bundt cake pan. It's the same I shape as the cake pants. Why didn't you the the make it in a bundt, bundt cake Lee pan? One, because that would be so complicated. Because you have to cut it in that like weird. Bundt well, you cake cut it shape. sort of bicycle spoke style, right? That would be a very cool. Innovation, it's a really cool project, a very cool mm-hmm. project for a Saturday. For Do you sure. like refreeze it so yes. it okay? Yes. So you get the ice cream soft, huh. so you can spread it with a spatula, and mm-hmm. then you get once you have it all together, you put it back in the freezer for another hour, and then it resets. Sounds and then delicious. It's a beautiful ice cream cake, and this you one, have to
1: find a pan that's the same size as the, your Sara Lee.
3: Mo- there, well, I yeah, there's like a, it's like kind of like a. a pan that you would make like banana bread in, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I actually had to cut about an inch off the ends of the Sara Lee to make those sheets fit, but mm-hmm. it, worked. it worked beautifully. Well, what, was the, what was the reception at the... Uh... Um, people were astounded. They were blown away, I think, at the quality of my no-holds-barred, <laughs> cinnamon roll, multi-layered yeah. ice cream cake, homemade. I looked like a real hero, guys. I bet. I look like a real star.
1: Can I just... I just want—I don't mean to move backwards here, but okay. it seems weird to me that you didn't bring us any ice cream cake.
3: Well, I would have, but it would have melted because it took me a half an hour to get here from you, the valley. You don't yeah. have a freezer in your car? I don't have a freezer in my car. Should in I should put a freezer. I car. I got the Prius car four. freezer. I think the Prius 5, that has the freezer. Right. Well, the Prius 5 the has bag. the kegerator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,
2: when you say you chopped up a cinnamon roll, did you also bake cinnamon rolls to no, chop up? Was no, this a no. a just like
3: Pillsbury? Went... No, I actually just went to the grocery store and in the bake, bakery oh, okay. section they should I have got bought the... a cinnamon roll and this chopped m- it up.
1: This the most impressive
3: act of no cooking cooking. Exactly. That's the beauty of it. You don't have to cook. You don't do anything. You're just combining ingredients in a beautiful way. Hmm. Layers. So this is more about, like, instinct rather than skill. And it's about knowing what flavors to combine. I created a, a, you know, holistic... <laughs> cinnamon roll ice cream cake. Sure. You really knowing... created a flavor system. Yeah, exactly. Did you vision board the flavor system? Uh no, I mean in my mind, yes, of course. You match profiles. Yeah, absolutely. Talked about yeah, I I had a layer of crunchy, that's what those pecans were. Mm-hmm. Synergy. I mm-hmm. felt like the sweet cream would balance the uh the cinnamon roll ice cream. How did um, the pe- what keeps the pecans in there? Um, you, you just put, you just sprinkle them on top of the layer, and then you put another layer of ice cream on top of it. Right, the ice cream the kind of pushes yeah, into it. Yeah.
1: Do you have to squish it together like a panini pan?
3: No, because it's because it, the ice cream is soft, when you refreeze it, it kind of takes on a singular uh, consistency. You ever make panini? Yeah, I mean, you know what? I'll throw a sandwich under a pan and flatten her out. <laughs> Not a big deal. <laughs> Maybe a little pesto on there? Yeah, put a little pesto Who on there. Who the fuck there. cares, huh? Salami? Why wouldn't I? Yeah. It's the nineties. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. One time I went to a party at your house, Alex Blagg. You did? Yeah, I did. And or, uh I think you I were
3: not that. invited. It was great. It was a great time. I just showed up. It was fucking weird.
1: <laughs> well, I heard that shit was going down at Blagg's house. <laughs> yeah. You think I'm not gonna fucking be there, dude? <laughs> of
2: course
3: you are. You can't He's got keep the Prius four which has the t shirt can. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Guys, we should do drive by's with a t shirt <laughs> <laughs> and a Prius four. Yeah. Just like quietly creeping through neighborhoods, yeah. like on the electric electricity. The hills of Silver Lake. People would love that. Just that, that sort yeah. of and you know what should be on those t-shirts? Full yeah. short. That's one situation
2: to where when you hit an innocent bystander, they're stoked. Yeah, absolutely. It's not a tragedy that rocks
3: a neighborhood. Well there's probably a second one, they're like, <laughs> hey, wait. Oh, cool. Oh, oh what? Sweet. What? what's this mean
1: (laughs) (laughs) the headline would read high school football star Enjoys full <laughs> short T-shirt, <laughs> thanks to drive-by, and then the
2: the headline below that is slow news day. <laughs> uh. Obama's really not up to much, says the thing.
1: I went, know, when I okay. Now let's, okay, so yeah, let's talk you, about this party came I to went my house. to. house. I came to your beautiful home in Venice, California, a, a beautiful uh, community of profoundly. Uh, Affluent, self-centered hippie types. Where I no longer live. Too bad. It was a lovely home. It was nice. It was a lovely home. You've become less self-centered, so you moved away. And less affluent. Mm -hmm. Less colonics. (laughs) Less everything. Um, And you had, for this party, not only had you and your beautiful wife prepared a variety of foods, Mm -hmm. delicious foods, Mm -hmm. the kind of food that you actually want to eat. Not some couscous bullshit. Yeah, none of that bullshit. Absolutely not. Shit with mayonnaise in We had, like, barbecue nachos, I think. <laughs> and you had imported
3: barbecued meats. Yes. We had barbecue shipped to us from Tennessee. Hmm. Uh, I regularly get entire cases of barbecue sauce sent to me from Gates Barbecue in Kansas City, Missouri, because I firmly believe it is the best barbecue sauce in the world. Sorry for giving them a free ad, but it is. <laughs> It's really good and uh yeah I, I, I food is one of those things that I just uh I, not even in like a precious like what you're saying like a precious foodie way I just it's like the thing that I like the most and so i I uh, will sure. sometimes just be ridiculous about you know having it sent to me over the internet.
1: You like a you like a Kansas City barbecue sauce? That's a sort of a, a slightly saltier than it is yeah. sweet barbecue it's more sauce. More spices.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's like a little sometimes spicier, but yeah, definitely kind of a more complex spice flavor, not not sweet, a little bit vinegary, but not but still has the kind of a thick red barbecue sauce consistency. I like Memphis style barbecue pork. But sometimes the sauce in Memphis, I think, is too sweet. You're from Memphis, correct? Yeah, I grew up in, in, in Memphis, Tennessee. You, you think that sauce is too sweet? I think it can be. A lot of people down there, a little heavy-handed with the brown sugar when they're making mm. their barbecue sauce. Mm. I Not like a thing. sweet sauce. I like a sweet sauce. I'll tell you, my
1: dad's from Kansas City. Yeah. I went to Kansas City with him once. Um, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't have family that lives there anymore. But we went there on like a, you know, this is where I grew up type trip. hmm and, um, like that last episode of Mad Men. Yeah, you've got it. <laughs> and I ate barbecue there, and I remember thinking, yeah, I don't like this, too salty.
3: Yeah, it, no, you, that's that's a valid, uh, criticism of that kind of barbecue. It is very salty. I love salt, I love salt, and I love sugar, pretty much anything like that'll kill me. I love it, butter, butter, all that stuff, yeah.
2: guys. You know what? I had the other day for the first time in a while, speaking of nostalgia and childhood flavors. Went to the baseball game. Got some Cracker Jack. Mm -hmm. That's what you do, right? Sure. Yeah, peanuts. Someone took me out to the ball game. Sure. Handful one of Cracker Jack, delicious. Handful two of Cracker Jack, shattered it. A nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) The first handful of that was so good. I'm like, I am going to plow through this bag. I'll probably even buy another bag of this. Well, you've largely.
1: I mean, to be fair. You've largely abandoned refined sugars. Sure, and yeah, and so I think that was part a of it. terrible food. Yeah, yeah.
2: Was it just? I mean, it just. It, it was. It, yeah, it was all. It was too, like was it I might as sweet? well have like had a mouthful of vinegar, mm. like of like. Yeah, it was. It was really bad. I still mm. like. It's in my house. I have like a, a paper clip on the bag, and I feel like I'll eat two a day, and then I can't. Like I want, I don't want to just throw it out. Like feels weird, and I also want to get the prize. Was it Cracker Jack brand? It was Cracker Jack brand Cracker Jack.
3: Yeah, yeah. Anyway,
2: yeah. It was a real. It was a real bummer. I I felt like I, I, uh, you know, have have gone over a hump in my life because I can't enjoy an entire bag of Cracker Jack.
1: Can I ask this question, please? What's your fucking problem, Cracker Jack Company? (laughs) Since when is a fucking 2 inch by 2 inch connect the dots puzzle Ugh. a fucking prize yeah the kind of bullshit mm-hmm. that they pass off as a prize in a product defined by its prizes at the be- how much could it possibly cost yeah. to
3: put a parachute man in last there last time i ate cracker jacks i got like a I got a box of Cracker Jacks, and my prize was just a picture of Thomas Jefferson, and on the other side, it said, like, 1789. That was it. <laughs> just what? a year. Yeah, just like a year. <laughs> like, they couldn't even spring for, for a, a factoid, fact. Just, know? here's a year he was around. <laughs> yeah. Thomas
2: was Jefferson was alive in this
1: year. Yeah. The problem is, the Cracker Jack completists mm. try to get every Jefferson year. Yeah. Sure. Sure.
2: <laughs> the hologram Jefferson. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and he died at 75, you know? So... Mm-hmm. That's a lot of. You got 1789, you got 1790, 1791, 1792. So many years. Should I give you guys some slide. more examples? I'd love
2: three more. <laughs> okay.
1: I can't, you know, honestly, without having it in front of me. No, I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah you need the buyer's guide. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The <laughs> back. the Beckett,
1: sure. Yeah.
3: Jack, who Thomas Jefferson. Yeah.
2: Used. Or wow. the wizard guide for
1: Fantasy Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan and Jesse Go. La,
0: la, 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 la. la.
2: Jordan Jesse Goh is brought to you by a darkly hilarious debut novel by Dan Kennedy, American Spirit. Actually, he's here with me
5: today to tell you about it himself. Hi, Jordan. Um, so, yeah, American Spirit is about a 40-something guy named Matthew, and he goes on this vision quest to um, figure out his life when his life kind of falls apart. And he's pretty depressed, but he does some pretty <laughs> weird shit because of that to make sense of his life. Um, but he's also a spirited character in the end, and I like to think you get a little snapshot of why America is a really kind of beautiful place in the process. And there's also a gun, mild hallucinogens. Um, they roll an RV in Yellowstone Park. There's international air travel. There's sex with a gorgeous agent whose clients are polite boys in vampire movies. It's, uh, it's the full package.
2: Dan Kennedy is the host of The Moth Podcast, a great writer and a great friend of our show. So go grab his book today. Thanks, Jordan. My pleasure.
0: <laughs>
2: Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Alex
3: Blagg. You want to have a nickname? Oh, was I was supposed to say. You can have a nickname. Yeah. You've, uh, you've, come on, this ain't your first rodeo, Black. Uh, you know, I didn't think I didn't like brainstorm a bunch of nicknames. Okay, okay. Jordan, you're no Steve Ag. That's no. funny. Steve Ag
1: came with tons a ton of nicknames. Yeah, Steve you know, Ag was fucking prepared. Next
3: time, why don't you guys say, "Hey, have a bunch of nicknames."
1: I don't know. Maybe you could just listen to the program. I've listened for a to once the program. <laughs> I've
2: listened to the program.
3: I think I've not listened. I've been listening to this program sure. since like 2004 or something. So that's.
2: I mean, that's pretty good.
3: Yeah, it's a lie. Yeah, it's not a lie. <laughs> I've, I've, I'm not a completist. I haven't Do you have to the 2004 episode. hologram card? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have. A, I definitely have my uh, maximum fun Beckett. I, yeah, <laughs> I check different podcast prices from certain years. Sure, if you, have, I mean,
2: you have mm-hmm. a, if you have an older MP3, yeah, yeah. that can that can fetch a lot at podcast. Conventions. I've got a Santa
3: Cruz era Sound of Young America. Whoa. that very much impresses okay. people okay. When, I,
2: when I break it out, yeah. you know, uh, uh, Alex, it's got, you've got track lighting on yeah, it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Alex appeared on the Sound of Young America in the Santa Cruz years. Mm-hmm. I did the produced in San Francisco,
3: airing in Santa Cruz years. Yeah, so he's
1: he's got OG credentials. I was <laughs>
3: thinking about it this morning, actually. And I feel like I when I, I remember driving down from San Francisco to to record our little our little uh, bit that we did there. And I think I had, like, a girl with me that was, like, visiting town. And I was like, I got to go to Santa Cruz to do this, like, this, I guess it was, I don't even know if it was a call to podcast then. Was what, it a, just a radio show? Was,
1: this may have been pre-podcast when the first time you came down. But at the time you were doing... You were you started just started doing bits on the Alternative Rock Station <laughs> yeah. in San Francisco, <laughs> Madden, Live 105. Madden from Live 105, yeah. Yeah. We have yeah. fun, huh? That is fun. Yeah. Just fun reminiscences, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean? The good old days. Anyway, I guess what I'm saying is Alex, could you and your wife please Make me some potato salad. Okay. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> Next topic, Jordan. Yes. How are you, sir? I want to check in with you. Jesse, well, here's, here's, here's what I've been up to. Uh, I have been uh, on on the job search doing a lot of talk show packets.
4: Oh, so this sure. This is what you
2: do when a talk show needs a writer. You sit down, you write a bunch of topical jokes, sketches, monologue, guest guest bits, whatever they need. Mm-hmm. Uh, credits, end credits, viral you phenomena for Jimmy Fallon program <laughs> Sure yes mm. uh-huh
1: shit, different different 17 year olds and moms will mm. like
2: <laughs> Yeah different uh, video games Jimmy Fallon could play uh-huh. Do you do japes do you have to put any japes in there okay, More jpegs Yeah okay <laughs> but for Jimmy Fallon Sure Um so something that that I have found really works for this kind of work for me is doing it at the library Oh So I'll go down to the library actually like if I'm at my house too long I'll get a lot of like cat distractions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I feel like it uh like just a lot of general snuggling will kind of cut into my work time. Plus you're free to look at pornography anytime you want when you're home alone. You know, you joke. But that's—it's it's actually a factor.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I'm—I'm I'm not. I'm joking.
2: But, the, <laughs> but yes, my, that is a real
1: The shirt. reason. It's a joke is because of the truth at the center right, of yes. it. Yes. In a situation where you have un- literally unfettered access to yeah. pornography,
3: you have unfettered access to pornography in a library too. Well.
2: But- that well, that'll
3: come. That'll I'll I'll get to that. Okay. Okay.
2: <laughs> so yeah. So the library's been great, and it's like there's a little when I need a little break, you take a walk around the library, you check out uh, nonfiction, fiction. Sure. Magazines. Reference. Reference. Sure. Right. Um, like microfiche. Yeah. Uh, Mother Goose's Story Time. Microfilm. Yeah. If yeah. you're at the uh, if you're at the library on San Vicente, you check out their photography exhibit, uh-huh. uh, Lesbian Families of the Deep South. Yeah. yeah. It's a great photography exhibit. I recommend it. Sounds like a good exhibit. Yeah. San Vicente. How would you compare it to exhibit? <laughs> um I mean, it didn't help me think of ideas for what to do to my car. Uh-huh. <laughs> because I did spray paint some lesbians on it. And it's not so a Los Angeles, Angeles
1: underground hip hop legend.
2: Right, exactly. Uh so I was I was at the I was at this library writing some Japes, uh, and I noticed one of the guys on the computer terminal. This is a um you know, uh I would say late thirties. African American guy kind of dressed 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 to like hang out. Uh what were you we talking about? Like a sweatsuit? Not a, no, just like just kind of just kind of hot weather shorts
3: t-shirt. Just like a just, like a swimming trunks. Yeah, like fun flops, fun hat. Uh, yeah, fun five, hat. Five panel cap. Just a normal Saturday outfit. This guy was
2: just watching Torkin' videos. <laughs> 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 um and I and but not in a thoughtful
3: way. Well, he was at the library. He might have he been have, doing research.
2: Yeah, that's a, what I was thinking. Like, is this guy—is this guy turned on by these twerking videos, or is he researching some sort of twerking documentary, some yeah. sort of you know, uh, one of those books where you embed yourself with a group? You know, maybe, maybe that's He was what this doing guy. a
3: packet for a late night show called Twerking. Ma'am, maybe he dark. was.
2: Maybe we could have been going in for the same late night show.
3: Twer- twerking, if
1: if you don't know, is a popular dance that involves vibrating your butt.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I work for about half an hour, get up to do my lap around the library, Mm -hmm. check in on this guy, still watching twerking videos. This guy's really twerking it. (laughs) I was there for two hours, and when I left, he was still watching twerking videos. (laughs) This guy was more dedicated to this than I was to writing. Like, he took fewer breaks from this than – like, he was more – focused on this than i feel like anything i've been focused on in a long time you think that
1: if anyone needed a bathroom
2: break yeah i feel like <laughs> probably he no didn't even
3: get up to go to the bathroom or jerk it in the bathroom i feel like he woke up one day and uh-huh. it was just like i'm gonna watch all the twerking videos on the internet and i'm gonna go to the library so i can focus on that singular task not be distracted with yeah. masturbating sure or anything sure the cat and so he's just going to be there indefinitely until he hits the end of YouTube. Yeah,
2: he had his he had his Becker twerking video guide. <laughs> yeah, it was so weird. I'm like, what is what is this guy? I, I mean, is this some sort of like uh, autism thing? Like, is this a Rain Man thing where he has to watch all the twerking videos? How can you watch that for that long? That I mean, granted, he could have been clicking around, mm-hmm. and just every time I happened to get up, were these
1: were these professional videos or or home videos which is to say is it possible yeah. that he was enjoying
2: <clears throat> rap videos the subject matter of which was twerking uh, good question thank From, you because it, it, it came up because to write this uh, to write this packet that I was doing I watched uh, this new Miley Cyrus video which everybody says is super weird of that course. included some twerking so I looked over at the guy like huh eh? huh mm-hmm. eh? I'm you know well, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I thought about that. It looked like it was just people filming themselves with camera phones. Right. I can't be sure. But anyway, so, yeah, I guess what is the explanation? Why do you watch that for that long? I can imagine watching videos for two hours
1: of people jerking. Sure. <laughs> just not to say jerking it. No. Yeah, just jerking. Jerking is a different dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it would be less boring to watch for two hours. Yeah. Like by – I would think that at a certain point, the, the shaking butts mm-hmm. would induce seizures.
2: That's – yeah, like a – sure, like a – Like a Pokemon. Like a
1: Pokemon cartoon. <laughs> Flashing Pokemon cartoon. Or you
3: just start to get bored and like the shaking butt just becomes your reality of – you know, you, I don't, like I like something. Do you think eventually if you watch it enough, the butt stays still yeah, and everything else shakes thinking. around oh. it? Like being on a boat maybe kind mm-hmm. of where you, that just you, – you start to – It's getting your twerk legs. Yeah, sure. it's getting your twerk legs.
2: So when he – when he left the library he and he would just look at a stationary butt, it would appear to vibrate right. even though it was not actually vibrating. Right, yeah. Um, that is a positive side effect. Sure, yeah. A non-vibrating butt. Will, and I have a high tolerance for like butt a butt-related well, butt video. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, I mean, the you're stamina. A, you're a heterosexual gentleman. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'll watch a butt. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the stamina was really impressive, and the dedication. It made me feel like a feel like a chump that I was not as dedicated to my thing as he was to his.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, some people have what they call a singular vision. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a passion that they pursue to the end of the earth. Mm-hmm. I mean, think of
3: Werner Herzog. Sure. I was going to say he's an auteur. Yeah. But his vision is just watching. Videos.
1: Do you think he would be willing to work for me as a full-chort consultant?
2: Mm, well, I
3: mean, w- what
2: what qualifies him, I guess, is what I want to know. Number
1: one, he's going full-chort with watching twerking videos. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing. I yeah, mean, he can bring, <laughs> sure.
2: He can bring
1: that experience to the, to the table. Just like that mountain climber who cut off his own leg. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You know, he can go to. A lion's club that's interested in going full short. Yeah. A rotary. Mm. A lady lion's club. Sure. And he can say, this is how I took my singular Mm. vision, pursued it with astonishing passion, and became the man I am today.
3: You bring up an interesting point because, you know, you're only discussing full short in the context of full short. But what about people that need to go more short? You know mm, I mean? who are and almost. This guy there. could like go and like change people's lives by pushing them. People who need to build their chort. Yeah, they just need more chort, and somebody can identify where the chort is lacking and then help them build it. I don't right. know. I think that's a good job. I mean, that is a
1: good. Yeah. Uh, number one, consulting is very highly paid work, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially if it's business related, like this is. That's yeah. true.
2: Oh, also something that happened at the library was uh, I got some CDs to listen to while I was working. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got like four of them, and I checked them out at the at the desk. And Did the, you bring your disc van? Yeah, I brought my disc van. Uh, I you know you put them on the computer, and you can you can burn them on the hard drive while okay. you're there on sure.
3: their CD ROMs. You might see,
2: yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And the uh, I checked out like four CDs, and the lady's like, "So no books today? <laughs> it's pretty <Really>? shitty, right? <laughs> That's a real dick move." Yeah, I feel like I wanted to like. I feel I felt like defensive in that moment. I'm like, hey, I I read, okay. I'm yeah, but no, I just said, uh, uh yeah, me, me dumb. Anyway, so yeah, so I think this guy. I guess I guess my only thing about hiring this guy to go around is what I would ask him is, what have you produced because of this? Like, what's the end game? I wouldn't want to ask him that.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't. Well, I'd be concerned about. What his answer might be. <laughs> I want to ask
3: this guy everything. I, I honestly want to know what his life is and why he's doing this and what he's hoping to accomplish.
1: Yeah. Have you guys ever seen a jerkin video?
3: Uh-uh.
1: Does that, how, would it, how, how
2: involved is the butt?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of dudes jerkin. It's mostly dudes jerkin. Okay. And they don't have the kind of real estate required sure. in that department. There's a, it's like a, it's a popular form of street dance. Okay. Mm. It's pretty good.
2: Could you watch it for two hours uninterrupted in a library? I might be able to.
1: Okay. I might be able to.
2: It's a lot less sensual. Sure. I mean, I can see that's the appeal of the twerking videos, the sensuality. Mm -hmm. Right. But the
3: problem is if your pants get tight, there's Mm -hmm. nothing you can do about it. That's true. I saw, I mean, I I can't believe this just occurred to me. I've not seen a lot of twerking videos, Mm -hmm. but one of the ones I have seen somebody sent to me was uh, a young lady twerking in a library.
2: What? (laughs) I swear.
3: I'm not making this up. We've reached
2: the singularity. The
3: funniest part of the video is it's it's also kind of like a how-to video. She's like Mm. showing people how to twerk, and then she goes to twerking in the library, and then it just awkwardly cuts to her, and she goes,
2: shh, (laughs) like that. Is and she talking to her
3: butt? <laughs> I don't know who she's talking to, but uh, she does. She does this nice long shush while she's twerking. Hmm. I wish I could remember more of the video because you know, just feels like it would be. Oh, so
2: maybe horrible. this is maybe this is like pre-production. Well, I was going to say maybe he's one of those guy these guys who like goes to, you know, Jim Morrison's grave gotcha it's or, like a pilgrimage. Yeah, right exactly or people, you know, who want to see the house from a Christmas story. Right. Uh or something like that. Maybe this maybe the the library on San Vicente. It's like going to see the Ghostbusters firehouse. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, gotcha. The Seinfeld diner. We could go all night. Yeah. But yeah, okay, so maybe this is the airport from. <laughs> <laughs> Basically every I couldn't even say that whole thing. It made me so happy when I thought of it. When I went to Boston, it seems like every bar says it's the Bar from Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. And it made it really confusing. Because I would want to go to the Bar from Cheers, but it seems like every bar says that it's it.
1: Well, I mean the one of the problems is that uh the Bar from Cheers is a set in Los Angeles. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah, yeah. One of the funniest ones of those to me is there's a place in Venice that's just like we're the fish taco place from I Love You, Man. And they have like oh, all yeah. this signage out there. Like like the whole world is like, where is that bar
2: from I Love <laughs> You, Man?
3: Uh,
2: don't they? Isn't it that even kind of like a little, not a story point, but don't even they mention like these are the fish tacos.
3: Yeah, but the irony is I think that was a fictional thing in the story like there's not even a place that's known for good fish tacos yeah right they are just making that up because Los Angeles has good fish tacos but none of the places over sure yeah you don't
2: definitely there. don't go to the Venice Boardwalk for no. it's uh, for it's food culture no, especially not it's fish right culture. yes for it's fresh, seafood. fresh <laughs> seafood yeah that is a that is a that is a weird one. I've noticed that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do they, I bet they just just put the fish tacos on the menu after the yeah. movie came I, out. I mean, I
3: get it for like the first year after that movie came out, but yeah. it just doesn't. I don't it know. was a fun movie. It was a fun movie. I'm nothing against that movie. It's it a well executed, funny film. Sure. No it conflict. But it also, it's a conflict free movie. You're not stressed out at all. But I would. <laughs> it's just, I just you watch them have fun. Well, there's, like,
1: there's the classic conflict: man versus rush. That's
3: true. That's that is true, yeah. But I wouldn't call that movie like a timeless classic. You know what I mean? It's not like the kind of movie that sticks with you really. Right. Like I remember it fondly, but I don't think I will in ten years be like, I'm gonna I need to rewatch that movie. I hey, think you probably will. You think so? Yeah, Maybe. I think in
1: twenty twenty people are gonna be re reevaluating you know, I think look, two thousand and nine, mm-hmm. people said, I love you, man is a charming diversion. Yes. With Compelling, sure. compelling and and funny leads who are also uh, reasonably uh, attractive guys. Sure. 2020, I think there's going to be a
2: groundswell. I think the cult mm. of I Love You Man is building. <laughs> so you say we maybe we weren't ready in 2009 right. yeah, as well, a culture.
1: Well, I think as our culture changes, I mean, if you see something like uh, – I mean, if you see, for example, the NSA – data gathering program yeah. sure and you sure. think about that in the context of what i love you man was saying about male male friendships yeah. just 4 years earlier yeah 5 years earlier i don't know when i love you man came out um, I, then i think you can really learn a lot if you think about it, think about it in the, in terms of the second term of the president i mm. love
3: you man is our generation's blade runner I
1: think. I think so. Yeah, think that's sure. A really good point.
2: I think so. I, I want to see the endless uh, director's cuts. <laughs> <laughs> of, of I Love You Man. There's a lot of different <laughs> a lot of different cuts of that. Yeah. yeah. So
1: well. Yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Goh. La, la,
2: la, 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 la.
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart.
2: Jordan Morris, boy detective. Alex Blagg. You had time. Yeah, just... I just... I think... You know what I think? You're overthinking it. Maybe. Just let something come out.
1: You know what? We watched the twerking at the library video in the break. hmm I enjoyed it. Me too. Lady, Me too. The lady in question, she gets it. Yeah. She's having a good time.
2: A great time. And the... And as we suspected, the shh, the finger to the lips was in response to her ass clapping. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. Confirmed. She was yeah, her own ass. she, was she
1: certainly she certainly wasn't shushing the Dick Francis novel she was reading.
2: Odd no. choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, and it well. starts with the little. She does start the video outside the library, and she sings a song that goes twerking at the Dropbox, twerking, twerking, drop drop box,
1: box.
3: twerking at the Dropbox, <laughs>
1: twerking at the Dropbox. Jordan, I don't know. It's you know, more and more twerkers these days are enjoying mm-hmm. racetrack based. Detective fiction. It's true. From the 1980s. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's let's take a look up at the Jumbotron. First of all, we have a message from uh, our friend Dimitri Portnoy, hey. a long, longtime okay. booster, a man I have attended baseball games with, although we did not eat Cracker Jack. Probably should have. Mm-hmm. We were sitting in the all-you-can-eat section. Landon Hughes is an Iraq War veteran who came back with PTSD symptoms, and he's making a comic short film about it. He's also my wonderful, sexy boyfriend, and he served under Don't Ask, Don't Tell. I'll tell you, this Landon, I met him. He was on Judge Sean Hodgman. Sure. Good-looking young man. Seems like an interesting fella. Good-looking young man. Mm -hmm. I can see what Dimitri sees in him. Okay, after years as a nurse, he's now gone to film school, making his thesis film, and he's funding it on Indiegogo uh, you may remember Dimitri and Landon from the uh, Judge John Hodgman case uh, about whether they should hold hands in public. Mm, mm. Um, it was, a, uh, uh, it was a, uh, a matter of contention between the two of them. Uh, you can go to ig.me at slash play ig.me at slash play to uh, help, support, uh, help support Landon's movie. I think it's probably
2: a worthy cause because I like that young man. Hey, and here's another, here's another message for Matt from Lindsay. Happy 30th birthday, Hubs. You are my favorite human being. Hope you enjoyed your first birthday as a San Franciscan. I love you so much. Uh, Seems like it's intentionally misspelled. I expect the hilarious <laughs> ridicule that will follow the reading of this message. Love, Wifey. That's just adorable. Nice. That's, That's pretty true cute. Love. I don't love the pet name Wifey. Makes me feel weird. Yeah. But if it's fun for them.
1: Well, what would you prefer? Uh, Dicey. Dicey. <laughs> Love Dicey. My wife calls me Dick Francis. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's something for Erin from her sister, Kelly, and her brother-in-law, Dan. Thank you for being a wonderful sister and a fantastic maid of honor. We hope you and your guests have a great time. At our wedding.
2: That's nice. No creepy nickname. No, I like
1: I like how sweet these messages are. These are yeah, you guys have the nicest fans. I'm, I hope that they feel that it's appropriate that it came in the middle <laughs> of this profoundly uh, vulgar program. Yeah, I think they're fine with it. Yeah. yeah. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. If you want to sponsor any of our Maximum Fun podcasts, email Teresa, T-H-E-R-E-S-A at MaximumFun.org. It works. MaxFun fans.
3: Sure. Can
1: you email wifey at MaximumFun.org? <laughs> yeah, get it, get it wifey. <laughs> right now, she, she, might, she might not respond to you if you're out for a few hours. <laughs> right now, she's at the library twerking. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, they close early on Saturday. So. They do.
1: She should be. They do. She should be home at a decent hour. <laughs> and hey, how about this? Time is a-wastin'. The clock is a ticking. The days are short. To buy your tickets for BoatParty.biz, the Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival, as seen in this month's Wired magazine. Hey. Now,
3: Jesse, I am, as you know, an avowed fan of the .biz Mm -hmm. handle. I know. Have Mm -hmm. you talked about this at all yet? Why why BoatParty.biz?
1: Well, the Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival.org. Uh-huh. Seemed a little long. Yeah, and boring. Doesn't and sound boring. like a fun time where Dull. I'm going to
3: drink a lot of daiquiris and Dull. make some bad decisions. We
1: had a <laughs> we had a staff meeting in the front room. We were kicking around names. They were all taken. I said, what about boatparty.biz? Just hit you like a bolt of lightning. Wow. It hit me like a fucking bolt of lightning That's made instead of being made out of electricity, it's made out of, of a great fucking idea. Mm. Wonderful idea. It electrocuted me. From my balls to my toes and from my balls to the top of my head, both directions, it hit me in my balls.
3: <laughs> and when are, when are the dates on this again?
1: We're, we're looking at September 12th through 16th, including, including the night in Miami. Ooh. We are going to have a party in Miami. Invited guests include Will Smith. Wow, <laughs> and Gloria Estefan. Good. Miami and Sound Scarface. <laughs> Miami Sound Machine is not invited. Just Gloria Estefan. Just Gloria Estefan. We don't want the competition. No. Basically, this party is going to be. Who can bed Gloria Estefan?
2: What about if What about if the cast of Burn Notice is shooting there? Can they come? Bruce Campbell can come. Okay. Who else is on the show, Burn Notice? Hard to say.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I believe Dexter shoots there as well. Oh, Dexter, sure. Yeah.
1: Dexter's on Burn Notice. Yeah. yeah. I say I I think Dexter can come. He was great on Six Feet Under. Yeah.
2: Uh I we were doing a we were doing a sketch show at UCB once and we noticed the a very a very the audience was very weird, like in it that it would um they would laugh, you know. A couple seconds after the joke had been made, uh, and we were all kind of, we all noticed this, and we found out later it was because Dexter was in the front row, and everyone was just making sure that Dexter was laughing. (laughs) And then once he laughed, they would laugh. That's how much respect Dexter commands. For sure. This guy's, they call him the mayor of Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> they call him that. Is <laughs> sure that correct. Mayor of the Sunset Strip.
1: The mayor of the Sunset Strip. Definitely mayor and of improv comedy.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> the king of Miami Beach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Dexter! King of Miami! Yay! Anyway, we just added to the lineup a young man named Wyatt Senack. Hey. Oh, wow. You probably, of course, know Wyatt for his time as a writer on King of the Hill.
2: Mm hmm. And for mm-hmm. from his several guest appearances on the Flophouse podcast. Mm-hmm. Nowhere else.
1: There you go. <laughs> These are the two things that <laughs> Wyatt's it's known for. only ways you would know why it's an act, probably. Um, we have a f- totally amazing fucking lineup. John Darnielle of the Mountain Goats is going to be there rocking everybody's balls off. Nellie Mackay. I mean, come on. Mm. Have you guys ever seen Nellie Mackay? She's a charmer. Mm. She's a delight. She's going to play piano, sing some cute little songs.
3: Where's she from originally?
1: New York City. Yeah. She's a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. It's the Big Apple, yeah. Alex.
2: But she's always in a hurry. She is always in a hurry. And she's a little brusque. I'm sure. It's because she's all business, though. Mm-hmm. She's, you
1: know, she's hyper. She's an engine of commerce. <laughs> 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 anyway, go to boatparty.biz and get your tickets because uh, we've, only, we've only got a couple of weeks of ticket sales left. So uh, do it now. Let's make this happen. We got hundreds of people coming to this fucking thing. It's going to be great. Hundreds. You know what Wired Magazine said?
2: M- might be fun. Wow. So. a ringing endorsement.
1: That was the highest.
2: That's that classic Wired Magazine hyperbole you hear might so much fun. about.
1: That was the highest rating
2: they gave. <laughs> We beat Weezer Cruise, which was in the middle of not fun Whoa. to might be fun. <laughs> well, that's I mean, I would guess that Wired Magazine would be all over the Weezer Cruise. Uh, no, apparently, no. they're not as good as you, huh? They're
1: all over boatparty.biz, Party Biz, great. my friend.
2: That's great. Boat a
1: party, a dot Biz. We'll be back in just a second. Our it as to go. <laughs> It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart.
2: Jordan Morris, Boy Detective.
3: I'm Alex Blagg, Chort Charmer.
2: Great. There you go. He's
3: back. The kid's back. What do you guys think about that one? Yeah. yeah. Chort black, Charmer? Blag, blog, blag, blog, blag, blog, blag, blog. So good. I've been redeemed. Da-da-da-da-da-da.
2: bye. Cake.
3: Chort. Remember when he made that cake? Mm-hmm.
1: No. I hate horses on the internet anymore, huh?
3: No. Somehow, like. People that took it seriously and complained to Google, Google finally took it down in a pre-Edward Snowden mm. violation of privacy and Jordan, rights. Do you
2: remember I Hate Horses?
3: It was Alex's blog about how much he hated horses. Yes, it was.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate horses.
3: <laughs> and you know what? What's more <laughs> frustrating is people, other people since then, have popped up with fake horse-hating blogs. Can you believe oh, that? No. Can you believe that of oh, all things boy. that you're going to plagiarize? A blog about hating horses— That's some bullshit. I think it's just the internet's
2: ethos is that everything is meant to be reappropriated. Sure, sure. That it's an original idea if you decide to steal it. I hated horses first. I know. Hey, we know. Thanks a million culture studies. Yeah.
1: Thanks for contributing to the progression of the simulacrum, Alex Blagg. Sorry. Probably I should go go on the Wayback Machine (laughs) just to look at old (laughs) archive.org. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Versions of I Hate
3: Horses. You have a hard blocks, copy. You have like hard com. copies though, right? You have I, like stapled I, I, Yeah, I went out. into Google Cache and printed out <laughs> what they had. God,
1: I miss I Hate
2: Horses. Me too.
3: It's my favorite thing in the history of the internet. Yeah. Jesse I Harris. Hate Horses, Alex Blagg's. I I think that's a little bit of hyperbole, but I will take it.
1: I like the onion a lot. Onion's great. That's right up there. And I would say. Um, Library
2: working. Library I like the website shirt.
1: Zombo.com. Mm-hmm. It's just as well, Zombo.com. That's funny. <laughs> <It's all done. laughs> Welcome to Zombo.com. <laughs>
2: Remember when funny things on the internet were actually kind of funny? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, you know. Anyway, when something momentous happens to you, we ask that you call us at 206-9844-FUN for, for our hit smash segment, Momentous Occasions. Let's take a listen to our first call this week.
5: Hi, Jordan and Jesse and guest. I don't know if that's a momentous occasion or a moment of shame, but after dealing with the awful breakup of a five-year relationship, I was walking home drunk from a friend's place, and about five minutes into my walk home, uh, a man in a truck tried to kidnap me. Um, after he passed me a couple times, he parked his car away from where I could see and got out and tried to corner me and bring me into his truck. And I was able to run away and get into my house. Nice. And a week later, I found out the, the truck with the exact same description tried to kidnap a 13-year-old boy. So don't know if this means I'm lucky or I just look 12. Anyway, love the show. Thought you guys should know that. What?
2: Wow! I know. What part uh, yeah, of I mean, Canada <laughs> are you in, sir? I didn't know that kind of stuff went down in Canada. <laughs> Pretty sure he's in the washroom. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh,
1: Holy man. moly. Do you think it was Pierre Trudeau, I mean, former Canadian prime minister? It's either him or Rick Moranis. <laughs>
2: I don't know who else it could be. It's only two options. Oh, my wow. goodness Wow, yeah. I, I wonder...
1: To be I wonder fair, Martin Short might be in town to host him, Canada's Got Talent. <laughs> that's
2: true. I wonder what you do when you kidnap – I mean I'm guessing this guy, you know, five-year relationship, old enough to drink. I mean I'm, I'm sensing mid-20s. Yeah. What yeah. do you do when you kidnap someone in their mid-20s? And it's a dude in their mid-20s.
1: Right. A grown man. A grown dude. What do you do when you kidnap a grown man?
3: Sure, probably going to be a dungeon situation because gotta figure dunge. because he got go dunge. He's yeah. big enough. He's probably going to be able to put up a fight. You're going to have to subdue him in okay. your weird dungeon. Mm-hmm. I get the Thanks. weird impression that
1: that he like didn't report this. Yeah, yeah. I do too. I get the weird impression he <laughs> shouldn't. Well, wait, I, I mean, know, he said though the a my head. Yeah, I, <laughs> like what. That seems that's one of the most horrible things that could ever happen to you, sir. I, I mean, yeah.
2: it sounds like I mean it sounds like this guy, you know, at at some point w- was after somebody underage, but I mean for the safety of the other 25-year-old dudes in your neighborhood. Think of them. They're coming back from improv class. They're sure. coming back from bar trivia. That's what I
1: was about to say. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say your second one, so I could say it
3: bar trivia. trivia. Yeah, do you have a third one?:
1: No, All it
3: was pub quiz.: Oh, yeah, hockey practice, I don't know.
1: yeah, it's Canada okay. yeah, probably hockey so, yeah, practice. yeah yeah sure.
2: So yeah, I mean, you know, and you want them to be able to walk back from those activities in peace? You owe it to the other dudes in the neighborhood. Do you think he should organize a, a drunk 25 year old dudes, take back the
1: night situation?
2: Oh, yeah. Like everybody puts on their best hoodie. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, you go out. Gets pretty plastered. Gets pretty plastered. Maybe you get... It uh, just
1: kicks the shit out of any trucks they see.
2: <laughs> I like it. I like
1: it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm sorry, sir. I mean, I I hope that you shared this with us because... You wanted us to be have an inappropriate amount of levity about
2: it. Right. It's something
1: <laughs> because this was... is horrible. Yeah, right? This is the scariest shit I've ever heard in my life. I've been present for shootings.
3: <laughs> this sounds significantly scarier than that. Is there any chance – I mean he did say that he had been drinking a lot. Is there any chance this could have been a mistake? Conf- uh, like a miscommunication a policeman. I don't know some kind of it could have been a police something else like a, was going a on. polite
2: Canadian policeman who just gave up yeah after he yeah. couldn't I rally the guy
3: you're driving you know it's late at night you're in your truck mm-hmm. some you know young man reeling from a breakup who's had too much to drink yeah. is stumbling down the road you might want to stop and make sure they're like okay you can you know? see the broken heart on it yeah. uh,
1: he's
2: wearing it on his sleeve yeah. sure yeah. Yeah, I mean that that could be. Yeah, I mean I do I do know that Canadian policemen or Mounties. I mean they not only enforce laws but they also concern themselves with matters of the heart. Mm-hmm. What? Well, I mean, <laughs> if it was truly just a concerned <laughs> passerby,
1: that would explain how Rick Moranis got himself involved in something like this.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that, totally. Oh. Do you think it could have been one of the Bare Naked Ladies, <laughs> like the one who had the cocaine problem? Maybe he sees other guys, other young guys who are you know who may, might be having problems with substance abuse, and he wants to kidnap them and I sell them for <laughs> cocaine want, money.
3: I want to believe the guy from Bare Naked Ladies is out in a truck, just, like <laughs> just cruising, cruising for like policing the streets of Canada. Well, I think,
2: other... I mean, and I, I, I you know. Uh please don't correct me if I'm wrong internet but if I'm remembering my bare naked ladies history okay the the cocaine guy got kicked out of the band maybe he's just grabbing fun looking <laughs> guys teaching him how to play the stand up bass uh if I you know
3: had a million dollars
2: <laughs> yeah that's the that's the kidnap note yeah. I have,
1: <laughs> that's a, i have a newsprint magazine clippings the
3: ransom note this is
1: a really fun whimsical <laughs> ransom note i i have an idea as to who it might be hmm. it's one of the members of the band Moxie fruvis hmm. who's <laughs> not q host jean gomeshi <laughs> What's any of that? yeah, so Some Canadian stuff. Cool. Right now wow. some fucking Canadians are flipping out. They're enjoying this as much as they might enjoy a favorite episode of the Royal Canadian Air Farce. <laughs> <laughs> sure. At some
2: 41 concert. <laughs>
1: they are losing their shit like they were watching Corner Gas right now. <laughs> Oh.
2: They just leapt three meters in the air.
1: <laughs> Speaking of Canadians, did sure. you, did, I don't know if you noticed this on our on our forum just the other day, but our friend Dave Shumka from Stop Podcasting Yourself, our sister podcasting real the funny awesome guy, fun network. Mm-hmm. Oh, one of the funniest real guys, real funny guy, real funny guy. I mean, when you're talking about people who might compete with him, you're going to have to go with what Graham Clark. Basically, you know sure. what Jesse?
3: That's, good Twitter too, oh, real good, very Twitter. good Twitter. Dave Shumka
1: is a master tweeter. Mm-hmm.
3: I like Graham Clark's Twitter too. <laughs> it's good. <laughs>
2: They're fun. It's a little more slapdash. It fun is. in different ways. It's
1: distinctly slapdash. No, Dave Shumka's is a carefully crafted Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. Graham Clark is just a phrase he thought of on the bus. <laughs> 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 but they are both primo. Yeah, very good. <laughs> okay. Anyway, my point is, Dave Shumka, he gave you 100% permission for Tyrese news. This Week in Tyrese.
2: Oh, true. Oh, if I, if I would have known, I would have thought of some more Tyrese news or like looked up what he was well, doing. Yeah, you don't just think of it. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, what I would <laughs> like Tyrese not, to be up that's
1: to. That's not how news works. <laughs> oh, that would be the a newspaper nice twist. Just, that's
3: just things that reporters thought of, right? Do
1: you think that would be a nice twist on the news model? They're looking for new models sure. in yeah, yeah. journalism. Theoretical
3: Tyrese news. Yeah.
1: What if What if some of these newspapers that are going out of business, San Francisco Examiner or what sure. have you- what if they just went full-on stuff we think Tyrese oh, sure. might be doing?
2: Well, I don't want to be a, accused of yellow Tyrese journalism. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just the, the front page says, see-do, question <laughs> 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 It just has an artist's vision of what it might be like if Tyrese sure? <laughs> was writing a see-do right now. Drunk on a zip line?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Canadian kidnapping. Well, how about this? How about after this segment, before the outro segment, yeah. I'll I'll just do a quick internet search for Tyree and see what comes up, and okay. we'll we'll get this going. Fantastic. Let's let's take our next
5: call. Uh, Jordan, Jesse, uh, possible guest. Um, this is Ed from Memphis. Uh, I was just listening to your show, and uh, Jordan was talking okay. about the television program Strange Sex, and uh, I recall the moment that happened uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, where I was actually doing the same thing that Jordan was doing and uh, trying to plow through the strange sex uh, catalog. And I got to the episode about genital piercings and the nice couple who enjoy having their junk pierced. Uh, the woman in that relationship was my high school sweetheart, and I have not seen her in 20
3: years. The first time that I have seen her uh, was on television
5: describing how she enjoyed... Her uh, longtime boyfriend staple cock.
1: Uh, <laughs> 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 well, I mean, it's good to know she's happy.
2: Yeah, right.
1: She looks good. She looks good. She really looks. She good. looks.
2: She seems like she's really. She's found looks good. She's found
1: a place in the world. Mm-hmm. That's what's important. At the end of the day, you want your high school girlfriend to have found a place in the world. Sure. You don't want her to be a lost soul.
2: I mean, I would be bummed. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I kind of. I maybe. Inferring a lot from his voice, but I mean, it seems like there was a situation where he wanted to get his cock stapled and she wouldn't let him. Yeah, well, I mean, ten years later,
1: it was a very twenty years later, it was a okay. very different world yeah. in 1993 <laughs> when mm-hmm. it came to high school and high school girlfriends. You had to consider, of course, they were both members of Young Life. Mm-hmm. Um, Sugar you to, Ray were <laughs> <laughs> both members of Sugar Ray. <laughs> They were in Sugar Ray and Mark McGrath didn't want anyone showing him up. Right, with a stapled cock. Can you imagine just how upset Mark McGrath would be if at the Sugar Ray show, just as they're they're climaxing the program with I Just Want to (laughs) Fly, the hit song from Sugar Ray, Just his bassist just took out his stapled cock. Yeah. And his drummer just showed her pierced labia.
3: Yeah. And they're like, get a load of this shit! And then boom, no one's paying attention to the chill grooves. Yeah. I don't think anyone would have a problem with it, though. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) The ideal scenario to see that happen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Second Sugar Ray encore.
2: You don't think they're going to do it. Boom. Fly. Awesome. You know, Check out
1: these pierced wangs. At one of Sugar Ray's- And Lady Wang. Annual Burning Man shows. I think we're going to see that. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it be awesome if if Sugar Ray just did a did an annual concert on top of an art car driving around Burning Man?
2: God, that would be so awesome. I would. Yeah, I would love it if like County Fair nostalgia bands are like, we need to get in on this Burning Man scene. This is what Kickstarter's for, right? Yeah. Creative
1: project. My creative project is let's get a fucking
2: send Incubus to Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: What's Papa Roach doing anyway? Yeah,
2: right? Who knows? Get him on a fucking art car. Yeah. <laughs> Something
1: covered in Legos. I
2: bet there's a little bit of like a – I don't know. Like nobody is – like nobody is good at sex in high school. Right. So it must be a bummer to like see like, oh, my, sec- my high school girlfriend has become sexually outrageous. Like when would you have appreciated that more than in high school as if you had a sexually outrageous girlfriend? No, I mean okay, I guess amazing. I don't mean – Specifically, like about piercings, because I mean, I think anybody, you know.
1: Anyway, I you mean, could take or leave the that. these days. Sure, mm-hmm.
2: right. High school, oh, hum. wise. Mm-hmm. But you, you got to think it's if one they're those into sexting things. If they're yeah. into genital piercing, they're probably into other cool sex stuff too. Yeah, yeah. I bet it's talking a about it. SPPs. Yeah.
1: Wait, SSPs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just, I'm just going with it. Talking about the S and P.
2: Yeah, the S and P. The A and W. Talking about the S N L scandal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> SNL auditions. <laughs> <laughs> Arps
1: for hostages? Yeah, sure.
2: Um, yeah, so I bet that is a bummer to see, like, someone who you ha- probably had, like, awkward teen sex with be, like, sexually assured. Just right. do something sexually amazing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like suspend yourself by your, you know, pierced clitoris or something.
1: There's this part in the—I uh, I, I just, just interviewed our friend Nathan Rabin. Uh, formerly of the AV Club, uh, now of the new Pitchfork film site that's about to debut. Mm. And uh, Nathan has a book about about uh, becoming, going to the Gathering of the Juggalos, becoming a fan of the Insane Clown Posse, and going to Fish concerts. And one of the things that happens at the Gathering of the Juggalos is there's a man named Dick Trix who funds his trips to the Gathering of the Juggalos by telling people, <clears throat> well, first of all, he walks around with no pants. Mm-hmm. And under, no underpants. And he just walks around and tells people, if you have a bill, I'll put it in my dick. Wow. Hmm. And not like phone bills. Like, wait, (laughs) his dick hole? Yeah. Wow. And he puts the bill in his dick hole. Here's the thing. He puts the bill into his dick hole, and then he offers it back. They're not going to take it back. It's been in his dick hole. Even even, (laughs) even once. But, you know, dick hole money. I feel like I've
2: got a mouthful of Cracker Jack.
1: (laughs) Dick hole (laughs) money spends (laughs) just as good as any other money. Sure, yeah. You don't.
2: You don't, have to, you don't have to tell the guy at Drug Bridge. Yeah, the Drug Bridge, and we're buying some molly.
1: Yeah. Does he do it with ones? He'll do it with ones. He'll do it with fives. Oh. All, the, all the bills are the same size, but he's willing to do it with a one. I
2: bet he's super bummed when the guy comes along who's doing it for coins. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's shoving pennies up there. Yeah, Susan well, B. Anthony you've been dollars. undersold. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sacagaweas. <Sack-a-jew-as. laughs> Shot F. Kennedy half the yeah, There's a Canadian
1: guy who's doing it for loonies. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan
2: Morris, boy
3: detective. Alex Blagg text man. <laughs> Uh, I like it. um, I
2: like Text Man. uh, That's not a good one. No, it's good. It's good. It's a a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Hey, Tyrese News? It's a Tyrese News. It's a Tyrese News. It's a Tyrese News. (laughs) It's a Tyrese News. News. (laughs) So uh, I did not not find any, any news explicitly about Tyrese, but this is just kind of the first thing that came up when I put Tyrese News into a search engine Bing. Right.
1: So what you're saying is that rather than prepare for this segment, you just type Tyrese into Bing.
3: Yes.
2: And
1: you're reading the first words that came out of Bing after you typed Tyrese. Well, I've even using
3: Google.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you're you really know. You could be understand. using DuckDuckGo. Yeah. <laughs> I should be using DuckDuckGo. Apparently, Fast 6, mm-hmm. the movie featuring Tyrese, and Star Trek Into Darkness— are the first films this year to pass two hundred million dollars at the box office. Wow. Yeah. Well congratulations
1: to Tyrese Gibson Mm -hmm. and Benedict Cumberbatch, the kings of the box office.
2: (laughs) Right. Here's hoping we'll see those two team up. (laughs) I think that's what the fans want. They want like a beautiful charismatic male model slash R and B singer to team up with a a weird autistic guy.
3: (laughs) Just kidding.
2: He's not really autistic. He just plays yeah he autisticy just characters. Plays right. those characters. He's actually, quite, but he is beautiful and charismatic. Quite emotive.
1: No, oh, okay. When he was on Bullseyes, I found quite emotive. Oh, okay. We're gonna get emails from the Cumber bitches, by the way. No boy, Uh-oh.
2: that's a uh, legion of women who want to f Cumber B. Of which I am one. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> This has all been a all been a sting, a cumberbitch sting operation. <laughs> I have
1: an infiltrate our ranks. I have an important announcement. Hmm. We love it when people tweet with the hashtag JJGo. Sure. We love to encourage people to tweet with the hashtag JJGo. For a long time, of course, we had. You uh, should the call me JJ
3: Gobram's Just kidding. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. We probably shouldn't. Carry call on. <laughs> JJ Gooches.
1: <laughs> um, and uh, I want to bring back tweet of the week. I think we should tweet of the week. Tweet of the Week. This is my pick for Tweet of the Week. Free t-shirt, by the way, to whoever we pick as Tweet of the Week. It's uh, at AJDS. Mm-hmm. This young man named Adam lives in the Pacific Northwest, if I'm not mistaken. I think Fun. We, we've met him before. Fun. We met this guy before, right? Yeah. Met him at that uh, bar with uh, video games in it. Sure. Pinball machines? Yeah. Something like that. Pinball bar. Pin bar. Yeah. Pin bar of Seattle. <laughs>
2: sure. The Shit. pin
1: bar at Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Clear Eyes, full short, can't lose. Oh, I like, like that. I like it.
2: I like that. We like were talking it. about fictional football off mic. Yep. Clear that eyes. That goes into
1: that. Full short, can't lose. I, we, Brian has chosen uh, a few runners up, so thanks at Internaround, at Tiny Ninjas, and at Hmm. Good work. Not good enough. <laughs> Try again next week. Kind of not good. Yeah. I like – you know, sometimes we'll just pick some shit. I think sometimes we should pick a tweet of the week that's just as sincere. You should you should check out Jordan Jesse
2: Go. That's nice. Yeah, because yeah, we don't want to – yeah, I mean, you know, we, I think we all love seeing in jokes, yep. deep mm-hmm. cuts. Mm-hmm. Probably but, doesn't do a lot for the listenership. Yeah. That's
1: just going to confuse your friends from high school who sure. follow you on Twitter. And that's the people we're trying to reach here. Yeah. Your friends from high school would love this show. Even yeah. if they're weird and racist. Okay, at AJDS, Mm -hmm. send an email to Jennifer at org. Tell her your uh, mailing address and your uh, T-shirt size. Air uh, air one size larger if you're halfway in between. We're talking about a a slim-fitting unisex tee. It's going to shrink in the wash. We'll send you a T-shirt. Great. That's how the fuck we do it. We're generous like that. Hey, Blackblog, you want a fucking T-shirt? I love T-shirts. Let's do this. I
3: have a funny story, about it. Go to
1: maxfunstore.com.
3: Um, I will. I, will. No. I have. I will again. Uh, but I recently um, I moved. Well, I moved apartments, and but I, I guess apparently on because I donate to to some of the shows too. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys sent some generous gift as you guys often do. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I apparently have not updated my address, and mm-hmm. so my old apartment is on the west side in Venice. And my landlord, who still lives in the building, uh, recently texted me. I haven't heard from him in like two years, and he's like, uh, "You got some mail here, a package. Uh, do you want to come get it?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's a long a little way. bit of a haul. A little a bit of a, haul. Bit of a Ooh, haul. Little bit of a haul from Los Feliz to Venice." So. I had him open it, (laughs) 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 and it was from you guys, Mm -hmm. and it was— Seed bombs? Yes. uh, And it was just like trying to explain to him what that was and why I was receiving it was fun. First of all, maximum. Fun. I'm an eco terrorist. Uh, let's start there. I think sure. he legit thought I was like getting weird drugs, like shit, from Venezuela. To,
2: Jesse, that was to just to, to taunt your enemy, Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> Suck on this planet! Now to start poaching, Alex. It's been he a- could only Captain Planet only fought like two kinds of guys, like ocean dumpers and poachers. Like he had to go back and forth each week.
3: Uh, Alex, it's been a delight to have you on the program. Jesse, Jordan, it's always a delight to be here. Next time I'm going to come with a very long list of nicknames, I promise. I think you did good. I will bring my shit tight next time. I think people will enjoy
1: following you on Twitter mm-hmm, sure. and on Tumblog.
3: Yeah, absolutely. We're
1: great places. We're where real repositories of internet fun, jokes and japes. You do a lot of great work there. You've got quite the following. Yeah, thank you. So I think they'll enjoy that. And uh, you're also a producer on this uh, Chris Hardwick television program coming yes. on
3: Comedy Central. I think people will enjoy that with our friend Chris Hardwick. Yeah. At Midnight starts and it's called at – like the at symbol, Midnight starts mm. in the fall. Now, why would you use the at symbol? Well, my idea was the hashtag. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is a nice, clean name. The show will be on at midnight and it's following uh, Mr. Stephen Colbert. And then uh, – so just it's social media related comedy. Have you considered uh
1: Spanish language question mark midnight <laughs> mm, at midnight. question? At, at <laughs>
3: yeah. medianoche. Medianoche. That's a pretty good idea. Maybe if we can sell the foreign rights. Well it would be a question, so it would be more like Medianoche. Uh, uh, medianoche. Uh, media no- <laughs> <laughs> That's a great note. Uh,
2: Called uh, medianoche? <laughs> uh,
1: medianoche. C. <laughs> si. Sold. C. Si. C. Si. 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 Medianoche. C. Si. Si. A medio noche con Chris Hardwick. (laughs) That's
2: the limbo song. It's the limbo song.
1: Why would you associate Chris Hardwick with limboing? Because he can go so low. (laughs) He can go very low. He can't go very well. He's got a great physique, Chris Hardman. Right very now. nice physique. Really, that guy, really think nice. that guy packs. exercises so, <laughs> so many. I think packs that guy does packs. a lot of exercising. Yeah, I think he does. That's what I
3: think. What do you think? Push-ups? I don't know. I actually don't know how he does anything because he works constantly. He has- I think it probably is, gets on a
1: elliptical. Yeah, he's probably got a. He's probably got a treadmill desk. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he's just, and then he's just got that electro stim. Yeah, makes your nipples go. Bung, bung, yep. Bung.
2: You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the end of the bung. day, you got a six pack. Yeah, yeah like fi- A Tyrese quality six
1: pack. Like 50 Cent, that one video where uh, Eminem and Dr. Dre are building him into the super soldier. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. That's Chris Hardwick. Yeah. You
3: know, Chris Hardwick sort of reminds you of 50 Cent. All the time. I'm sitting there looking at him. I'm like, you are just like Fitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think Chris Hardwick will have his own video game? Should
2: probably will. Where he'll go into bullet time. Mm-hmm. I think that happened in the 50 Cent game. He goes into bullet time. Wait, there was a 50 Cent game? There's two of them. There's a sequel. <laughs> what? One where he goes to the Middle East and kills terrorists. Wow. I think he goes into bullet time. Wow. I'm sorry. What? <laughs>
3: yeah. It's like
2: a Tom It's Plancy's. called like Blood and Sand or something. Not Blood and Sand, but it's called like Blood on the Sand.
3: One question. What is he wearing in the game? I think a wife beater. Yes, <laughs>
2: I, I could be it. wrong. I knew it. Just Camouflage smoking. wife beater. Oh. Like might do-rag. be a white beater in camo pants. I don't yeah. know specifically. And a do-rag. Is
1: it called 50 Cent colon Blood on the Sand? Should we see? I want it just,
3: available on the Xbox 360? I, I mean, know. I
2: hope so. I, I should it. hope it's on next gen consoles. I want to play it. Okay. Xbox One? Hold on. Yeah, Xbox One. Here, I'll look up 50. <laughs> they're going to port it, right? Yeah, they're going to port it. They'll have some bonus content. I'll have
1: some boner content. Mm, yep. 50 okay. Cent, Blood on the sand. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. Look at it. Oh, He's Brian, so okay. Upset. It he's is wearing, called Blood on the Sand. He's wearing a wife beater and then on top of that his oh, yeah, signature bulletproof. bulletproof vest. I sure.
2: like I like the idea that, like, the problem with the Middle East is we just haven't sent 50 cent over there yet. <laughs> <laughs> like, in this world, he could he's fix gonna it. He's going to roid rage his way through that shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's
1: going to use his trademark acid wit on them.
2: <laughs> Do you think, like, he, they asked him to be in Def Jam, fight for NY, and he's just like, no, I'm getting my own game. God. <laughs> Where I, I kill love all the that. Terrorists. I
1: had Def Jam something before Fight for NY. I had the first one. Yeah, and uh, it's really fun to be rappers fighting each other.
2: Sure. I mean, just it's like Mortal Kombat style fighting. Imagine if there's Fat, one that's a wrestling game, and then there's one like Tekken. Okay. So they changed the style of it. Yeah, the wrestling is the one that I had.
1: Yeah. I, imagine if like Fat Mike, that's a guy from like No Effects. Sure. Something, right? Yes. And. You know Gwen Stefani. <laughs> Imagine if you could have a game where they fight each other. I mean, that seems really fun, right? That'd be great. Yeah,
2: yeah sure. That's, that's what that Def Gwen Jam Stefani was to would me. be like. Chun Li. She would be, yeah. you know,
3: wiry and fast. Well, it would just be people from the '90s fighting. They don't even have to be consigned <laughs> to music. Just sure. anything, just anything. Mister Belding. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, like we're joking here, but that would no shit be a giant hit. <laughs> Jeff Kalluli. Yes. Yes, <laughs> Jeff Kalluli. Just kneecapping everybody. The man who mangled Tonya Harding. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Nancy, Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan, yeah. And Tonya Harding was also in it. I think it'd be great. And it would be a lot of fun. hmm Anyway.
1: Seven from Blossom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Six. <laughs> Six of seven. She was Six. an android. <laughs> the Prince song, Seven. Mm-hmm. Taken on... You know,
2: These are all things that. that could be in the video game.
1: Fucking well, first. we've learned a lot... We've laughed a lot. Mm-hmm. It's been mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Thank you, Alex Black, for joining us on the program. Thank you for having hey, me. Hey, review the show in iTunes. Go to your iTunes right now. Yeah. Review that shit. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. Let's
3: get a flood of fucking reviews and go to the top of the charts. I would even suggest a review. Five stars, full shorts. Mm, that's all you got to do. Lose. Mm-hmm. All you got to do.
1: Five stars, full chort, can't lose. That's it. Boom. Done. Slogan. We wrote it for you. Hashtag it. Is, do you think hashtag full short's probably going to be part
3: of At Midnight, right? Yeah, absolutely. It'll be trending every episode of At Midnight. Right. So you're going to put a
1: little graphic, a little
3: chyron at the
1: bottom yes. of the screen that says hashtag full short. Absolutely. At, 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 at midnight. midnight. Hashtag, hashtag full, full shorts. shorts. Did you score the Twitter handle At Midnight yet? We did. Hardly nice. Hardwick picked that nice. boy up. Yeah. You know, because Hardwick's got connections. He does. He, Hardwick, apparently
3: somebody was squatting on it, and Hardwick was just, like, was able to wave his Hardwick magic. Yeah, got me, I think Hardwick he got it. me
1: at Bullseye. Really? Yeah. I sent Hardwick an email. I said, look, I know you're in the secret Twitter club. You're friends with all those mega-rich nerds. Can you pull some Make strings it for me? Make some guy, it Some
3: yeah. guy had uh, booked it but never used it. Hardwick is part of the Twitter Illuminati.
2: <laughs> Do you think that um, – you know how, like, every commercial – and like every TV show has a little hashtag on there to can like, most people don't know what Twitter is in the world. Yeah, right. Do you think grandmas think you can call it on the phone? Yes. <laughs> like if you just push pound. Yeah, I, I sure do.
3: I, well, I don't want to share this anecdote because it's probably too long for the. We're we're kind of going out here, but I'll tell you guys off cam off. Mic. Off cam. Off <laughs> camera. This fucked
1: up. What you're doing? To I, I, Come on, let's. I'll hear. I'll hear. I'll stick around, Jesse. Okay. Will you stick around? Okay. 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 I'll be here. I'll be here. How about this? Brief as possible. If you're out of time. This is the end of, this the, is show. The, end Thanks of the show. For Thank listening. you so much. Full uh, uh uh Sunny D on the boards. Our theme music, Love You, by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. You can email us at jjgo at and call us at 206 984 for
2: fun. This so this is like a post credits thing. Yeah, this this is, is where you ask us to join the Avengers. Bonus content. <laughs>
3: this is penalty
1: minutes. Yeah. yeah.
3: You never know when it's gonna end. Show <laughs> a lot of pressure to make this good now. No, no, go but, on, just uh, do it. Like it was done. Okay. So I was working for this uh this very high power lady in show business mm-hmm. and also uh a physically large uh woman. Streep. Uh Roseanne. She was, she's a big lady. And very kind of powerful producer. And uh she um it's a showbiz fatso. <laughs> and so it was, a, it was a few years She is
1: ago. a firecracker. Ms. <laughs> fatso. <food>, <laughs>
3: it 's ms Fatso. <laughs> ms Fatso uh, It was a few years ago uh, as Twitter was just becoming a big thing and and a lot of the younger people in the uh, office, such as myself, would be you know kind of our job part of our job was to keep her abreast of stuff that was going mm-hmm. on so Twitter was one of the thing that people were talking about a lot, and the other thing people were talking about were like the uh the food truck craze that was sure. kind of happening, sure. and all the like crazy you know kogi Korean tacos that you could get in these food trucks and uh, and that a lot of those f- taco trucks were on twitter and so <laughs> One day, uh, my boss had joined Twitter, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and her first tweet uh, was just, Andy, where are the tacos? <laughs> she, did, she didn't know how Twitter works. She thought she would just get on there and tweet out where are the tacos, and somebody would tell her where the delicious Korean taco truck was. Wow. She thought it
1: was
2: like a text-based
1: adventure. Yeah, yeah. She <laughs> just typed uh, in
2: command.
3: Yeah. I just thought that was the Are greatest. the tacos in the ice cave, or are they in... The Pirate's safe. I'm on Twitter now. Where are the tacos? Just type (laughs) in
1: bring al pastor. (laughs) Bring al pastor.
2: Side of chips. I love that.
1: Well, that was a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed your bonus segment Mm -hmm. on this week's Jordan Jesse Go. We'll talk to you next time.
5: Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.